This is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and returning our attention to the ongoing examination of the different pathways to achieving a high school graduation in New York, which is the focus of a commission convened by the State Education Department. For an update on the issue, we're joined by Angelique Johnson-Dingle, Deputy Commissioner for Instructional Support at the State Education Department. Welcome back to the show, Angelique. Thank you so much, David, for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. So as we speak on July 20th, where do things stand with the state's Blue Ribbon Commission on graduation measures? We are coming towards the end of the work of the commission. We are hosting an in-person meeting uh, next week, beginning on July 25th, going through July 27th, where the commission members will meet in person in Albany to finalize their thoughts kind of collate everything that they've had the opportunity to learn about as commission members, and then begin to form final recommendations that will be presented to the Board of Regents this upcoming fall. Are there any low-hanging fruit ideas when it comes to rethinking pathways to graduation, or are there too many moving parts to really say at this point what obvious ideas there might be? So it is still too early to say exactly. Uh, One of the things that we have been committed to is truly the integrity and authenticity of this process. So ultimately, the commission members still need time to debate their thoughts, perspectives, have an opportunity to review data that has been gathered through surveys by thought exchange from the field, reviewing input from families and parents and students, in addition to advocacy groups who have reached out to us with white papers and briefs before I could even begin to formulate what could possibly be low-hanging fruit. The purpose of us pulling together this in-person session was to allow for those conversations to, to take place among the commission members so they could come to some consensus among the ideas that they would like to put forward as their recommendations. And what's the significance of any recommendations that might come from the commission? For example, can the state education department then unilaterally implement those recommendations or will you need to go across the street to the Capitol and get state lawmakers and the governor to actually sign off on them? Graduation requirements are identified through commissioner's regulations. I would imagine that there may be some recommendations that would require uh, some requests for funding from our friends across the street at the governor's office. But ultimately, the amount of credits and the assessments that students take in order to graduate from high school all lie within the New York State Education Department. So I would foresee that there will be obviously a little bit of both at the end of this process. One of the issues that has come up repeatedly when thinking about what it takes to graduate high school in New York is the role of the regents exams. Is it safe to assume that any work from the commission on this topic is going to touch on the future use of regents exams? Absolutely. The utilization of regents exams has been a conversation we've been having since December of 2022, and probably even beyond that, before that, if you will. It is certainly a topic at hand. It is something that they will discuss. And again, I want to 
give the commission members their due right to make their decisions and come up with recommendations that they will have. But it is certainly a topic of discussion. If the state does move forward with changes to the pathways to graduation in New York, how important is it that there also be some sort of follow-up to that change so that we can ensure that the changes are having positive impacts as opposed to producing kids who aren't ready for the real world, whether that's a job or some sort of higher education? You know, it's interesting that when you look at and talk about making changes, there seems to kind of be this insinuation that that you may be lowering standards or you're not setting as a high level of expectations of rigor. And really what this commission has been exploring ultimately is the fact that the world has changed and, and that our graduation requirements have been in place for quite some time and that this may be the opportunity and the right time for us to take a look at what has been done in practice for many, many, many tens of years and update it to fit for what our students need to be successful in the future world. So whether that means that you have students who are going to college or you have students who are going directly into the workforce and students who may even consider going into the military, it's important that we take a look at what is taking place so we can ensure that they are prepared. Any statewide changes that do take place, you know, there is an implementation process. Time will be needed in order to provide schools the opportunity to, to make adjustments, an opportunity for them to implement, but more importantly, for them to understand how these changes impact them. So it's not as if a recommendation could be made one day and then all of a sudden it's in place the next day. There are things that have to take place first to ensure that our schools are prepared to meet those new requirements. Was well, there data that the education department has access to and that you've seen that would indicate the current standards aren't high enough? I mean, when we think about things like remediation for high school graduates who are in, say, the SUNY system. Do you have data on that that might indicate that we're not producing students who are you know, qualified and ready to, to leave high school? Or does the data that you've seen or that we have access to indicate that the standards for those who are achieving them are meaningful? I want to just make sure that I'm clear that I'm not referring to the learning standards, but more or less the standard or expectations of what students are expected to demonstrate when they exit high school. So in that context in which I just defined, there is data that we look at. I mean, we produce graduation rate data um, that we do review very closely and actually did a full presentation to the public and the Board of Regents in April around our graduation rates, which have continued to climb um, over the past 10 years. So we're very proud of that. But ultimately, there's still gaps that exist within our graduation data that we have to pay close attention to. We are dedicated to ensuring that every student gets exactly what it is that they need so they can be successful once they leave our K through 12 systems. And that's part of what this entire Blue Ribbon Commission is looking at. 
We've had the ability to partner with our friends in workforce development and our labor department. We reviewed uh, survey data of businesses and leaders in regards to what they see from our students when they graduate from high school and go directly into the workforce. We met with institutions of higher education to see what their take is on our students as well. And probably the most significant piece of data that we probably looked at were our students themselves. We have students that sit on the Blue Ribbon Commission. We've had students a part of every single meeting talking about what their experiences have been, what are some of the things that they wish they had the opportunity to engage in. And that is probably the most impactful piece of data that we can actually utilize is actually talking to our students and listening to their voices and their stories. It's something for us to learn from. And um, I, I'm just fortunate and glad that we've been able to provide that, not just for the commission members to hear, but to also empower our students to uplift their voices. Well, you mentioned the idea of catering to the individual students. And that's something we've heard from other stakeholders as we've examined this issue, along with the idea that it might be helpful to have more subjective review of a student's readiness to graduate as opposed to very strict, objective, standardized tests. That being said, it seems like that transition to a more individually tailored and potentially subjective review process would be more expensive than what we have now for determining whether someone's ready to graduate high school. Is that your reading of things too, that this could be a more expensive process moving forward? Ultimately, I think, you know, with any change that there could be um, an expense, but I also think there provides an opportunity for us to revisit some of the things that we are currently already doing within our high schools, looking at the opportunities that students have the ability to engage in, uh, forging new partnerships um, that allow students to learn in, in more authentic experiences. Um, but again, I don't wanna get ahead of the Blue Ribbon Commission but certainly any recommendation that um, we would put forward, if there was something that included an expense, it's something that we would also include in the final report, um, noting that this is something that could cost money and, and we would be in support of looking to try to help districts make any adjustments with that. And and again, these are recommendations that are coming from a group of stakeholders. It would be up to the Board of Regents to push forward any of these recommendations. And um, we look forward to, to seeing them in the fall. Well, finally, coming back to the impetus for this larger review, do you have a sense of what percentage of students might be effectively left behind by the current pathway, might essentially be cut off from that high school diploma, even though they might be clearly ready to graduate and they're just not having those avenues presented to themselves? So is there reason to believe this is, say, a, a large percentage of kids, or is this probably a, a very small portion of the student body in New York? 
to be very honest with you, if there is just one or two students who are not able um, to graduate from high school because a, a clear pathway hasn't been provided for them, then that's one too many, in my opinion. Um, ultimately, as I you know hinted at earlier, our graduation rates have continued to increase over the past 10 years and and we're happy up you know with those strides right now. Um, essentially, if you um, you know take a look at our uh, report that we did release, our graduation rates that we did just report out on are somewhere overall in the state. Um, for our 2018 cohort, about 87%. Um, but still, that's, you know, we should look to strive to improve that. Um, we should look to close gaps that exist among students. And ultimately, I, there there is more work that we need to do to help improve this for all of our students. Well, we've been speaking with Angelique Johnson-Dingle. She's a Deputy Commissioner for Instructional Support at the State Education Department. Angelique, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, David, for this opportunity and, and giving me just a little bit of time to talk about the work that we are so passionate about here at the New York State Education Department. And for more Capital Press Room content, visit capitalpressroom.org or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And if you listen to us from an Apple device, make sure to leave us a rating and a review so it helps other people find the show. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information. Join us again for Capitol Press Room a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.